crunch time coming up big when it counts. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Crunch Time, where we come up big when it counts. I'm Dom with the boys, Anthony, Sauce, and Luke. How are you going? What's up, Ben? Doing well, doing back. well. We're back. Back. Episode four. Going along nicely. Been received very well. A lot of support. We love it. And it's been fantastic. All right. We're just going to go straight to the top where it finished yesterday. If you're listening to this a couple of days ago, uh, three or four days. But golden auctions, winter auction uh, finished up. Uh, just want to put it out there for a bit of discussion. Any cards that you thought were overvalued, were reasonably valued, undervalued, or just a massive surprise? So whoever start, wants to kick it off. Got to start with the big one, yeah, the Kobe Refractor, <clears throat> BGS 10, uh, 1.752 mil. Nice card. It is. That's nuts. One of, the epitome is black label. BGS black label is like the epitome. Mm. Funny enough, like there's people in Clubhouse like talking about it today um, and they were just going, oh, like genuinely think that's, that's undervalued. It should be worth more. And I'm like, how much more can someone pay for a card? Mm. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, 3.1 extra million dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it. I think the question is, is one person buying it or is someone buying it to use it as fractional, oh. fractional whatever? I can, uh, I, can see, I can see a card like this going fractional. Yeah. I think... Um, I can see it being worth two and a half, like the next sell, just straight away. Two and a half. If they put it up for fractional ownership and they split it up, I can see two and a half going easy. Yeah. Um, Do you see that the Patrick, the Patrick Bet David um, post? How he, yeah, he's an yeah. entrepreneur. He's actually really good. He, he's the one that um he interviewed Kobe. He's a really good public speaker. He does all the business interviews. He had that card. I don't know if it's that exact card. I'm pretty sure it is. Sold it for 17000 10 years ago. So, yeah, but you didn't know. Like, yeah, you didn't yeah, know this was going to happen 10 years ago. 17000 10 years ago is probably like a... a that would have been a record at probably yeah, the time. Yeah, that would have been a huge sell yeah, at the time, sure. yeah. In yeah. all honesty, that... Kobe would have been playing as well, would yeah, he? Yeah, 100%. That card, so, yeah. like, that's the type of card that I like to backtrack and bring it all the way back. Let's turn it back 18, 24 months to when Gary V said sports trading cards can be valued as the modern-day works of art. That mm. card, in that black label, with the 10... With the refractor, it complements it so well. It literally looks like a piece of art. Yeah, it does. Sick. It looks awesome. It looks awesome in photos. It looked it looked awesome when Ken Golden was handling it in that video. It was just it just looks sick. Mm. So I, I'm with you guys. I reckon it could go for more. Potentially. Do you re- we just you just commented on it before, but one to one, if you compare one with the other, I walk into to your house, and I say, look, you can pick one of these cards. You're taking that Luca one of one logo, man. We're taking that Kobe. Kobe. Taking the Kobe every day of the week. Come on, man. That's don't, insult, crazy. don't insult Kobe like that. That's, hey, that's hey, what uh, I'm saying. 
So then came... we're, we're automatically attaching an extra three million to the value of the card but, if we're but, going on precedent. But even if you're not basic, if you're just saying honestly, if you are saying card you don't know card. any, yeah, uh, like what Ant's no value. saying, card to card, no value, and pretend you know nothing about the two players, yeah, yeah. If, like Ant saying, if you put him in front of you, I'm taking if you're still grabbing that Kobe slab. It's that card mm. in that slab. I'm taking that Kobe, not for the fact that it's graded. It just looks so sick in the slab as yeah, the yeah. refractor. The, fra- the refractor by itself looks better than the Luca card. Way mm. better. It just looks crazy. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. Uh, it um, looks sick. I agree. Like, and, and honestly, the odds of us actually seeing another one like this. Uh, is there one? Oh, one of two. I think there's only there two. Yeah. One of two. There you go. So there's two. I reckon, I reckon this second one pops up within the year. Goes for at least three. That's my prediction. I can tell uh, you I think easy. All right, yeah, actually, uh, you know, think about it more. Think about the mantle as well. I reckon that Kobe's that's cheap, right. to be honest. Yeah. Or well, not cheap, but, you know. Relatively. It's a steal. Yeah, bro, yeah. This game of things. The, um, and the other thing was I posted on my Instagram, I did a one-to-one comparison of the Kobe to the exquisite um, LeBron auto patch. And more people voted for the LeBron than the, the Kobe. So yeah, that was I think, I, think I voted for the LeBron. LeBron sold cheaper by 200K. So even that, I think, is somewhat of a still. That one is when an was, April 5. When was the last one? Well, last time one of those went up? The LeBron. I think I voted, I think I voted for the freaking LeBron. Yeah. Well, when was the last sale of that though? Because I reckon that was, was same same auction. Oh, there was one. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. but it was yeah. an eight point five. Okay. Yeah, so, so eight point five sold for one point five three seven mil. Not too bad. Ah, oh, yeah, but not I see. too bad at all. Not bad at all. Oh, oh that's the added ninety nine one. Mm. Now, a, a, a funny thing, uh, actually, because we've been talking about it a fair bit on crunch time, and. It was just funnily enough that it's like Ken Golden was practically begging, begging card collectors that collect soccer to start sending their you cards to Golden Auctions, bro. And that's, you know that's going to bring me... Yeah. <laughs> Here he that? goes. He brings out the <laughs> big boy. I get it, Ken. He had Let him know. What, what did you, oh, hold, what did you hold up there? What did you hold up? Uh, just a glimpse. Just a glimpse. <laughs> what did you hold up? Tell us. Tell us. Messi cracked us. Order. 23 of 23 order. Um, <laughs> I might, you look, I'll be honest. I'll probably reveal this here first. I'm, I'm considering it. We're in talks. I'm considering it. Well, the but reason. You boys know that. I've explained that. But yeah, yeah, soccer, soccer's hot. Well, I mean, let's talk I about thought, that Harlan. What did the Harlan say? Mm. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. That was my surprise. Like, when I saw the price on that card, I was blown away. Like, like, what the hell's going on? Like, I I get it. I'm shocked, but I'm not because it's overdue. Like, I'm with you. I said to Source, uh, I genuinely, I was shocked to see it. Uh, I'm with you, Ant. It's not like it wasn't expected, but I genuinely said to Source, if we're basing off potential and we're going Luca ways, like in the NBA, uh, card market. I genuinely reckon that is a bargain. 127. Yeah. It is a bargain for Haaland. 
Here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. I'll, I'll start with that card in particular. So that card went for 124,000. Numbered one out of 25. It's from 2019 Topps Chrome Bundesliga. My thoughts on that card, yes, it's a steal. But if you have a look in context of its other cards, I'm gonna, I was making a post just before this. I was going to post it up right after. You compare that to... Because Haaland has multiple rookie cards. And me and Source have got into this on, on live. Haaland has about four cards, which you could consider a rookie. They're all the same year. Um, only one of them has the rookie logo, and that was the one that just came out. So it released after this. That kit that he's in is the Bundesliga. That is the Bund- when he's in Bundesliga in a Dortmund kit, and you've got the other one with the tops finest, which is Salzburg kit. So my thoughts automatically went to then, what does a Salzburg Haaland do? Is that worth more? If you do the same rare, if you do the same number out of twenty five, what does a uh, Haaland Salzburg kit do? If you Sorry, so keep going, keep going. No, go on, go on. Oh, I was going to say, if, so if that Salzburg, if in the Topps Chrome he's wearing a Salzburg kit. The finest, Topps finest. Oh, I'm confusing your question now. So what I'm saying is like, there's so many different versions of Haaland. Yeah. What do the other versions, like obviously they're going to go up, but where does the, is this the market defining this as the true rookie? That's what I looked at this sale as doing. Well, is there is there an auto of Haaland that's at a lower point run? I think uh, there's one. I think there's an auto in Chrome, than, isn't there? Than a twenty-five, because I'm telling you, if there's one that less than a twenty-five and it's a PSA ten, that'd be the market leader for that card if it yeah. came up to auction. We'd be looking at Would that, you say as that, his that true rookie auto. That the mm. tops Chrome. You know, base card out of that would be his, his considered his true rookie. Well, that's the thing. I, as someone that was buying up or looking to buy up, because I, I got outbid every single time, but well before this, as someone that was looking to buy up the top finest Champions League, which is him in the Salzburg kit, the red kit, which is less of a, it's not as a premium of a product as Top Chrome. But Top's Finest, obviously, it looks... You can tell he's in different jerseys in his earlier kit. I thought that would be considered the true rookie. And now you look at this sale and I'm like, wow, this is... That's big for soccer because it means that the earliest card doesn't always determine the market leader. Mm. That's how I viewed this whole sale. But again, crazy. Crazy that it sold for that oh, much. We, we, crazy we, that- Unless unless it's uh, Mbappe and the Panini foot sticker where he's on the car on it with uh, quarantine gene, then yeah, uh, that's an exception because uh, considering people still consider that his uh, true rookie and that is his leader in terms of like in terms of you're talking about a, a mass produced one. Like I mean, this is a number twenty five, so it's a bit different. But I'm talking about like on the mass produced scale, like you know, let's mm. say the, the prism equivalent, like the prism equivalent in basketball, true rookie. Um, you know, what would be that? Of Harlan, it's tough to say. I would personally, I would be thinking, you know, it would be his top finest, which is when he played in Salzburg, the Champions League yeah. with Salzburg, and I would agree with you. But is that what the market says? And, and this is the age-old debate: like, you know, do you just go to, to the first first card that there is, or do you go to his first official major league card? If you get what I'm saying, like, you yeah. Know, 
Obviously, the Austrian league is not a major of one of the top five leagues. So is it sort of the first card of the player when they're playing within the major league? Because it seems as though that's 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 the case. That's what that's what it looks like. But look, that Harlan went for one twenty four. Crazy. He's impeccable with the rookie logo. Base out of uh, oh sorry, not even base to out of ten went for he's immaculate. Sorry, immaculate. went for eight point six, which is I think undervalued still. Is mm. out of ten. Was it was that graded? That was uh, BGS, BGS 9. BGS 9. Okay. I, I want you to give some advice to the person. I'm just looking at Harlan cards as we're chatting. Now, I want you to give a word of advice to the person that's listed this. I hope it's neither one of you two or three, and it's not not someone that you know. But I don't have any Harlan. Have you got any advice for the person that's... Tell me. I, I don't have Harlan yeah, either. Have but... you got advice for the person that's listed the exact same car that sold for 127000 USD in a PSA 10, raw on eBay, listed with 13 watches at the moment for 110000 do, do you have any advice for that person? Smart, smart. <laughs> Oh, um, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. I do it. It's a flex. You got to admit, it's a flex. It's like he's a flexing. Flex. He wants the, He wants offers of like 50, 60 k, and just to like yeah. look at this type of thing. I'm not mad at it. It's he's a flex. Best, he's got the best <laughs> offer there. But you know, you know what else? If you compare, you know what's crazy? And, and shout out to Sunday League investors. They were the one that posted it. I, I it didn't even cross my mind. The uh, Mbappe gold out of ten World Cup sold for one hundred and twenty one thousand. Not recently, back in I think August or October. But and then you've got this, you got this rivalry that's already started. You know, started brewing between Mbappe and, and Haaland. But look, man, Haaland's a baller. Like I would, I'm trying to get into the Haaland game. It's so overpriced at the moment. I kind of wanted them to get like knocked out so I can get in because I believe in him so much oh. as a player. Mm. He's amazing. He's a, he's a he's a great player. He's a future. He's a future. You know, top five, easy. Future. And he's not going to stay at Dortmund his whole career. He's going to get poached by. That's what I'm saying. The time to move on Haaland was back in January, but I do think come Euros. When Haaland's not playing, that's the next time to buy. I can I can see mm. prices going crazy yeah, now. That's not bad advice. And it sucks. That's a good call. But let me let me. I just want to point out one thing for the soccer. What I found really interesting is, well, I found a few things. The 2014 silver prism Messi sold for seventeen thousand. I think someone's. I don't know if that's overpaid, but I don't. Really I think that I think that's overs. I don't rate that. I don't rate that as a buy. Yeah. Um, it's just a World Cup prism in, in a silver in PSA 10. It, it's. You said 17, yeah? 17K? 17K. 17K. Yeah, that's over. Don't rate that. I'll, I'll, I'll run you through what I don't rate before I get to what I do rate. Joao Felix of 8 6. That's a one of one. So, yeah, I'm not mad at that. One of one. Top's Chrome? Nah, the Euro. Oh, so it's a later okay. series, but it's a one-on-one. Not it's mad at that. First major tournament, too. Yeah. Portugal kit, not mad at that. Yeah. One of the big ones, that Maradona collection. That's beautiful. Oh. Yeah. That yeah. one was... You know my opinion on that, and I broke down the numbers. It works out to $2,777 per order. That's um, ridiculous. That, 
guys, like, I mean, he's not signing any more autos. Like, think about it. Like, that's severely underpriced. He's got some dual autos in there. He's got some of them on card from Dybala. He's got a couple with Dybala in there. Yeah. Uh, Is there one with Crespo in there or Batistuta? In there as well, like there's some nice cards. Yeah, that that was that was definitely unders for me. I rate that. I I think um, I think those cards get sold individually. I can't see them getting. I think whoever yeah. bought that knows that they can split oh. that up. And, yeah, and for, sure. for sure, for sure, Um, a lot of Mbappe, a lot of coloured Mbappe. I think that's what's going to happen at Golden from now on. I think. You know, Ken, shout out to him. He, he's really put a lot of emphasis on soccer. He wants more soccer. I mean, if you just compare numbers in soccer, there were 26 soccer auctions and there were 100, 1,209 basketball. You know, like soccer is where the where a lot of the money is heading towards. I can see it keep going up. Um, Mbappe, Carl Mbappe is just going to keep, you know. Was it pretty? It is what it is. Yeah, Prism and Mbappe. Yeah. So you've got a blue out of 199, 18, yeah. 18k. That's color. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It's a beautiful. 18 color. for that. I don't like. We spoke about this with Mbappe, man. I see. That's one set that I'm. I'm not upset that it's getting value. Like it was his first World Cup. He won the World Cup. He won. Like mm. why? Why shouldn't that hold value? Yeah, like, it should. Mean, would I rather? Would I rather have that nice Prism card than like the Panini foot? Hell yeah, I'd rather have that card. Like. I'd rather have like a numbered card out of that. Than- I'm gonna come out and say I've been shooting on that World Cup Prism card. I'm gonna walk that back. I'm gonna <laughs> say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this: Don't buy base. Buy if you can get any variant. If you can get any, you know, even a lower grade silver. If you can get, this might be a bit of a play. I might be shooting myself in the foot here. I hope no one takes this advice. The silver new era, he's like that variant. Same insert. set. Yeah, that insert. I don't know about the inserts. Just just my I'm personal not, opinion. I'm not mad at that. You rate it. Is it a silver? A silver? You can get yeah. silvers. So there's base Look, and there's silvers. And I just want people to be out there. Like when he talks about don't buy base, just, just, just remember what we know. Yeah, 10 nice million card backlog at BSA. 10 million. And how many yeah, are I'm, BGS? Yeah. I'm not buying base. Uh, so uh, any modern, any and, modern cards, I'm just trying to buy A guy who base. we spoke to on, on Clubhouse, remember Doma? He said, how many Mbappes did he send off to PSA? It was like, oh, two, yeah. was it 260 or something? Or? He's like, half of those were optic, but like a shitload of them were prison. Base yeah. prison. Yeah. Nah, look. So 660 with four days left. That's car collector twos as well. I reached out to him. Oh, is it? I tr- I wanted to go. Oh, it is too. I went to um see if you had any spares, uh, spares but <laughs> no. I like it. Like awesome. I'm willing to pay opus for it. The thing is, Please. like is base, base scares me because you know that people are opening packs. Packs are being ripped like crazy. It's never going to stop. Don't go by. Look at the cards that are here in in this auction. None of them are base cards. You want the bigger money yeah. stuff. It's ref- yeah, it's refractors, silver. Try find that, yeah. that unique stuff. Look at that Maradona, one of, what is that? One of three, the disc, 1977. So for 161,000. But also part of, part of the game is, you know, finding those base that are undervalued, potentially 
degrading them and then moving Flipping up the ladder. And then, I'm not mad at that. And, you know, using that money to buy that numbered yes. insert or whatever it might be. But, you know, has a bit of that been thrown out the door now with the increasing grading, um, the significant wait times and all that sort of thing, you know, are you better off to not just wait and just buy that card when you think it's undervalued? I think, yeah. you know, a lot of that has to be thought about, you know, now with the, with the grading times and, and where we're at in the market, you know, you, you've got to really take this into account because if you don't, you know, if you don't pull the trigger on that card, say at 3K or 4K, what it might be at, and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait till I get my base back and then sell my base and then have enough money to buy that. Well, the time that happens, that card would be like 11K. Hundred hmm. percent, right? and you've missed the chance to literally buy that at a reasonable price. Mm. So I'm going to say this to wrap. Sorry, to wrap up that soccer thing because I'm. Um, it look, soccer is on fire, right? It, this auction, these 26 pieces, every single one of them, I think it's going to be worth more a month from now. I think that the Messi 99,000 for a Messi 95, his rookie card. Is, is still, if you compare that to where, you know, Jordan is comfortably sitting at 600 now, even though that's a flaw. I think these boxes are undervalued. I think there's so much potential in all these cards. And it's exciting. Like, soccer is is hot right now. And it feels like back in August when soccer was hot. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Any other cards in the auction that you want to make mention of? I had one. Hold on. And oh, one more. There we go. Oh, uh, was it gone? What I was looking for? Just a quick <laughs> shout out to Mickey Mantle, by the way. <laughs> what did he go for? Uh, one point three for a PSA eight. Mickey, Mickey's just beasting and feasting. <laughs> just shout out. <laughs> uh, LeBron tops current black refractor out of five hundred, four hundred sixty. PSA ten. I just think it's it's cool looking. Uh, I love black reflectors and any, even black velocity and optic. I love that too. Um, yeah, out of five hundred two. Uh, that, that is a that is, I'm looking at that now. That's a beautiful card. Yeah, nice, the nice card. This is there's another only, one of those. Kind of like, twenty. If you go if you go through the listing, uh, like further down, I can't remember where I. No, that's not the one. There's actually a base variant of that card. That sold in a BGS black label. Yeah. Honestly, if you get the BGS black label and you throw it on this card, it looks so uh, sick. Oh, imagine yeah. that. It looks Jeez. so sick. It looks just as good as that Kobe. Genuinely. Yeah. Just yeah, awesome. I agree. Like, if you go down, I'll try and find it. Uh, I'll while tell you what, 2005, 2006. I hear it is. collection dual number pieces. Michael Jordan slash LeBron James. Dual sign. With a double patch, mate. It's lot one nine three. Is the uh, card? It's near the. It's actually underneath that Wade LeBron, dual patch logo, man. One nine three. Next to the Trey Young. um, A lot of Jordans went up. I'm going through this now. A lot of Jordans. Oh, did the Trey Young one one sell? That was in this one, wasn't it? I was, I'm looking at the gold number to 10. Sold for 111,000. Oh, wow, there's some beautiful cards out there, man. Because I saw he had the... Um, oh, yeah, I see it. I see the it. The Trey Young 101. Yeah. 111. 
Yeah, that's all for 111. The base BGS black label of that LeBron that you mentioned, Luke. Yeah. 111. The base. 111. We were talking about differences in, in grading. So you got it's that's a perfect example right there. PSA 10, base 31K, sold for 32K. Pristine 10, 68. Black label. 111. Same card. Black What's label's the, the key. And then the, the yeah, 9.5 yeah. was a 10K, wasn't it? I'll tell you what beats black label. Yeah, 11K. 11K. I'll tell you what beats black label if PSA had like a PSA 10. And then if they had a diamond or something. echelon high. You know that's yeah. coming, right? You know that's for sure going to come. Oh, I know it. Point. Yeah, I know it's coming. Don't worry. Like they, they, there's too many PSA 10s that are somewhat sketchy. And they're going to. That'll come out for sure. There'll be like a black version of it. Yeah, they'll, then, just, they'll change that border you, to you like. No, what they're not going to do. They're not going to add a nine five, which is what they should really already have. Let's just add a a, a ten point five. I love it. So every lemon sends their tens in. We can charge them an <laughs> arm and a leg. More cash dollars for us. Thank you very much. That's good and, business part. Oh man, biggest scam <laughs> in the fucking army, man. <laughs> You boys see that blockchain card? Which one? Now, this this actually, this was very interesting to me. Oh, First think... of all, I didn't know blockchain cards, right? So blockchain card, essentially, from what I understand, it's somewhat of an NFT owned by Panini. Is that right? Are we talking about Panini blockchain cards right yes. now? Yes. I know where you're going with this. Hold on. But the act, they send you the actual card. Yeah, bro. Are we... So also not we're going to talk about this. But wait, and then it sold that auction for 196k. I'm going to tell you one thing right now, and yeah, now that you brought this up, no, 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 no. Now that you brought this up, I'm going to tell you right now. All right. Unfortunately, people listening to this, you're not going to hear it till Saturday, and I apologize. But the tip is, go on the blockchain store right now, right as we're on here. And look at what the number one card is. If it's still there, it's one one It's gold. He's in Madrid jersey. It's a sticker order, which doesn't mean shit. I'll tell you what. Yeah, mate. It got sold, of- brother. Got sold. It it's gone. It was what a was Ronaldo it? gold prism Real Madrid one one Gold vinyl. Oh. Gold vinyl. It would have sold for 16500 I reckon. You get the blockchain card. And you get oh, the. That's a steal. And, the and they're seeing you the actual card as well. And oh, Ronaldo, what? Which one? R9 or Cristiano? Cristiano Ronaldo, gold vinyl, <laughs> one of one auto. One of one. one and of we one. were looking at it last night. It was that's... at 18K on the Dutch auction. Yeah, it is not. Anyone that, that listens to this, you're going to look at this now and you're going to go and look and you're going to know that you're going to get a physical card because it, it tells you in the top right corner, it has the. The present gift. box wrapped in the Panini thing on the blockchain card. And that means you get the physical along with the blockchain card. Yeah? You're joking. That Ronaldo, 101, would have sold for just under 17K. Ladies and gents, that card is worth 50 plus. How do you find out what it sold for? 50 plus. That card. Yeah, I'm trying it. to find oh it now. God, 50 plus. Where do you go to get Ronaldo one ones autos, gold vinyls, like in a Madrid jersey? That, that's and, and prison, first year, and prison. first year La Liga prison. 
Like, you're loving life, aren't you? Like, really? Oh, I can't find it. Where is and, it? And guess what? Oh, me and Dom were saying if we had the money, we would have pulled the trigger. Like, even oh, if we could have come up the money half-half, because, half, like, genuinely, it's, Ma- it's genuinely that... Oh, you bought that for 18000 You bought that for 18000 Like, that card is going to be 100000 I would have just sure. said, I would have just, I would have just bought it and send it, like got it graded. I would have just sent it to HGA when I get get in, got it graded. Who cares? And then sent it to Ken. Ken would have had no choice but he, Ken, we love you, but you would not have said, "I'm denying a HGA one on one gold vinyl Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> to go up for auction on your website." Because I'll tell you what, it's going to sell for a lot of money. Does PSA grade them? PSA will grade it. PSA would grade that card. Because that one's raw at 196. Which one? That, that Zion that sold. How so much it's, it's, I want to know Zion. how you can find out how much it sold for. Anyway, there, there's a couple other cards on there. I don't know if they're still there. All right. Oh, isn't, Chav- isn't it here? Is it Chav- that sold for? That's the bad boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah where, how do you find that it? out? It just says 15K. I'm on the oh homepage. Oh, my God. 15,000. Oh my god! We could have split that four ways, boys. What are we doing? Oh my god! I don't. That's cheap, bro. Where would you see that? Wait, <laughs> you seen it last night? It was on 18k. Oh, I'll link to you. I'm gonna give credit to the guy, to Rick on Clubhouse. You said you, you told us about this, bro, last night. He jumped in. We're doing a pre-pod for double coverage. Just. As we do each week, and we just uh, brainstorm, Sauce and I. Rick's jumped in twice now, and we've had some sick conversations with him. Props to you. He alluded us to this. We went there. Sauce and I almost died. Like, I'll give you a couple other names that are on there, yeah? There's a Chavi Hernandez on there, one-on-one. Yeah. Which you probably get more than what it's worth on there. And I said to Rick uh, and anyone listening, the steal there for the one-on-one auto depending on what price it goes for, is the Pedri from Barcelona. Pedri. Mm. That's the that steal. There? That's there, unless it's sold. No, That's it's the there. play. It's their current price is 14489 yeah. If you can get it for a good enough price, that's the say, I'm, not, I'm not paying fourteen for it. No, but... I know, but yeah. it's a one-on-one. What? I mean, yeah. the... It's a one-on-one rookie gold vinyl auto. No auto. Yeah. Anyway, so, and then order? there's no another order. couple cards in there. Oh, you can get no order. it. Tony Cruz. There's a Tony Cruz in there, but there's a Justin mm. Herbert NFL Shield patch auto one on one, and guess what? They give you the physical card along with the blockchain card. Do they, do they always give you the physical card, or no, is it only just some... a new thing? Rick, was oh telling right, us that this okay. is a new thing that they're doing, and yeah. Source and I have always spoke about it, but we never spoken into existence that blockchain, Panini blockchain, is pretty much just top shot. That's, yeah, that's I've been thinking it's about it the this NFT the last week version, or so. but yeah. no one's jumped on it. Yeah, but just think about it now. You go buy your NFT. Also, can you edit bank. this whole thing out? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get, you get your NFT blockchain card, but guess what? Yeah. We'll give you the physical. So you're pretty much getting double the money investment. You're paying for one thing, but you're doubling your money off the bat. Um, I'm, I know sure. what I'm doing for the rest of tonight. Just going through. Just think. <laughs> just there think must about be. There must be so. It must be priced pretty high. But that is priced high. It's all on Dutch auction. It's all on Dutch auction that run over like four days, five days. Um, and like, I mean, a lot of the stuff here is priced significantly higher. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a racket hitch as well. Yeah, but just think about this year. You're technically, people have bought 
those blockchain cards for five, ten thousand dollars before. I don't know if you know about this. If you go back and look at past mm. history, you think about this. You're technically paying fifteen grand for the blockchain card. Mm. People have bought one of ones for fifteen grand. So what's to yeah. say you just go buy the blockchain card and list it on the marketplace for eighteen grand, make a cheeky three grand profit there? But guess what? Your UPS airmail comes on express post to your house, and guess what? I've got the physical card. Are you for real? That's and huge. the physical card raw is probably worth 50K the moment you open it out of the packaging before it's even sent for grading. You've made three times your money. <laughs> I don't understand, but like, this is too good to be in this podcast. <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm cutting out everything. <laughs> what is going Like, I almost died. Like, so is it the ones with the gift at the top? Is that? Yeah, which is like that, all that little gift thing, yeah? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, and if you click, yeah, if you get yeah, that's the one. If you click on that, it'll say in a red box, it gives a disclaimer, meaning that you're going to get the physical card with the NFT blockchain <laughs> version of the card. It does too. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I almost died. Sauce and I were like, what is happening? Like, wait, till, wait till soccer get on card autos, right? Oh. Yeah, I'll start. I'll I'll put some money into this because there is something about. But even I like it. All I'm saying is this year. I know. I just want to buy one, even if it's someone not that good. But just think about this year, and people keep comparing Top Shot to the card hobby. Yeah, it's not the same. This is where it is the same. Yeah. Yeah. The blockchain version is the same. And you're getting the real card. But I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, and if you're listening out there, this is uh, – I feel I'm sorry, Top Shot. I don't want to burst your bubble and make you feel bad, but am I going to go buy a, a pack and get a clip that's worth 250000 that's at a print run of 26000 yeah? Yeah? And you, oh, don't technically, you don't technically own that because it's not – as I mentioned in Clubhouse and I mentioned, it's not legitimized because you haven't got the exclusive rights to that. Someone can still watch that on YouTube. And I'm not saying you can watch them all on YouTube. I'm just saying to make them all legitimized, you should physically own it. And the only other people that can use it is the NBA and Panini if they have to. But I spoke to Chris in Clubhouse, Chris Hoge, and he actually said there's a lot of laws and regulations around that and they actually can't do that. Or on the flip side, you go spend $19,000, you get the NFT for $19,000, and guess what? You get the physical card. So you get to own the physical thing. So even if you lose the fucking NFT, who gives a shit? You still got the physical thing. That's, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If, you yeah. get, if my Panini blockchain got hacked and I lost the Ronaldo 101, but I had the physical card, I couldn't give a shit. But if my Top Shot account got hacked and I lost all my moments, then I yeah, wouldn't I mean, give a no, shit. No. Difference is I can sell the blockchain and get my money straight away or I have to put in a two-week release clause to pull my money out of Top Shot. With no guarantee that I'm going to pull it I'm out. I'm looking at these and like, this doesn't... Am I speaking sense or am this I... Is, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you don't have to you preach it to the choir here, Domo. You preach it to the choir. When I we, found, like, out, when we, yeah, we no. found out this by uh, Rick off Clubhouse last, yeah, last night. Shout out Rick off Clubhouse. Jesus. Boys, I'm not oh, but I, I knew too, about though. this, but I didn't realise that... I knew about the blockchain. I didn't realize you get the, the yeah, card as well. No, this is something new that they're doing. It is this is new. Yeah. about this logo, bro. This little freaking card wrapped in an envelope with the bow on the <laughs> on the block. He told us, and we were like, "What is?" Uh, by the way, excuse us, listeners, yeah, or viewers, if you're watching this. 
Like this is excitement level to the point of like we're talking about NFTs coming yeah. into the trading card hobby for representing something, but also you get to share the intangible moment with your friends, but you also get to share the tangible moment also with your friends. This is the difference. You got the best of both worlds, which we never thought that would be possible. I never thought a card company would say, here, I'd give you the physical and give you the virtual. Like that makes no sense. You're like, where are you going with this? Surely there's a catch. Are you trying to mm. take me on a ride? That's seriously. They're really someone... trying to push this NFT stuff so much that that's what they're doing. That's and what it, it is. Honestly, it could what be. Do you, a... What do you think happens? Well. Um, like, this obviously isn't like, oh, I don't know. I'm assuming this is a common knowledge, right? What do you think happens when everyone realizes that there's a one of one and you can get it and then you can sell it at golden for three times the price. Like I'm sure that this Zion was bought from like 50 K. Yeah. Do you want to know what happens? Exactly what Rick said to us. And it makes perfect sense. Now that you're saying you can send it to golden. He said every NFT that preceded or that came before these that no one took seriously, that were one of ones. They're just going to explode. Mm. explode even if you don't have the physical card the fact that a blockchain or an nft version of the card is getting put on a golden auction and selling for mm. ridiculous prices the ones that have come before it yeah it sets a precedent for i mean them. you put a freaking giannis top shot moment on their rookie top shot moment so i'm sure if you gave him a one of one uh blockchain panini card you would i would have thought it. on that mm. i think that, yeah. that top shot i think he did that as a more of a publicity thing because that yeah. brings in a whole new crowd and, and it, it makes yeah. a good like he went on the news for it and everything like, i think it's a good, good yeah, publicity but he's an auction in the end of the day he's an auction house so oh, he's a smart you, guy you try and sell as much as you can because you're yeah. called ken golden not ken tangibles like yeah. let's be honest <laughs> yeah. like, <seriously>. tangibles <laughs> seriously i'm only selling items that are tangible like that makes no sense yeah this, you go and you adapt with the market. It just makes sense. Like I completely agree. It's a smart move. But I can't believe that. I've got a question. I've got a question. Go on, go on. So ten ten <clears throat> let's say ten years time, yeah? You can get like a frame for your house, like for your living room or whatever, and it projects an NFT. What would you rather? Would you rather uh, one of one of I don't know who we're gonna say? Ronaldo. One of one Luca Logo man, we'll use that. Or Luca hitting a game-winning shot as a top shot moment. What would you rather have um, projected oh, in your it, house? It's, Just like Sports has got that Kobe frame in the background. But what? But what's going to happen? Like, am I going to like press a little button? Is it and is it going to bring up like a holographic thing and is, is it going to play like in a holographic three no, D sort of thing? I didn't think, I didn't think that's, that's if, if, <laughs> if that's if that's the technology, I want the fucking moment. I give a fuck moment, about yeah. some card. If it's, something, ahead, if it's something that, because like, I mean, it's going to move. I mean, where technology is coming, it could come up and you, you, you literally press a button and it brings up a 3D holographic and it shows that moment. Well, well, like, that's a, like, yeah. well, that's yeah. AR. That's probably the future of like AR, like augmented reality. I'm thinking on a basic level of just, it's like a, it's like a photo yeah, frame I'm, and it just projects it. Yeah, I don't know. And it's got maybe some effect. It's not just plain like a, like a poster, but it's like, got some sort of effect. Yeah, it's an interesting one. 
bro. We just fucking. I think the moment I take the moment if I was there or something. So say I was there, yeah, and I saw that you know Luke hitting a game winning shot. I'd probably take the moment, but yeah, it's an interesting one. Are people going to be displaying, uh, you know, uh, freaking uh, uh, Grant Williams uh, layup? Uh, in, their, in, their, in their display or what? Yeah. They're all well, those ones, they'll, they'll yeah. be absolutely worth but it. In, but, but in saying that, that's the point of a chase, isn't it? Like, you chase the big hits. Mm. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same it's premise. The same it's the same thing. It's two different hobbies, but it's the same premise. You yeah. collect top shots the same way you collect cards to get the best card, to get have the best you re- moment. Have you, Anth, have you recently looked at your uh, Booker moment that you sold? Did you? Is it gone back Let, up? Or? Oh, let's do a live reaction right now. I don't look at top shot. I'm off top shot. I, <laughs> I, I put your money, stuck, in put your money I, stuck in there. I dabbled in it. <laughs> My money's stuck in there. Jeez. Can't get it out. I haven't I haven't lost a, a cent. That Devin Booker is now. Oh, it's disgusting. No. It's just it's under a thousand. Most of them are selling eight eighty. Got down to seven fifty. Oh, the market's gross. down on Top Shop at the moment. Let's just say. I was down to seven fifty. Anyone out there? So like, lucky. Was it seven fifty? Yeah. It got down to seven fifty, oh. which is half pretty much of what I, I really wow. Lucky. Lucky. One thing I, I want just, people I to... could see I could see this happen though. Like God, it was that's dirty. It, it was literally like FIFA. People are listing trying to get out of this market. They're like, I don't mm. trust this, I don't trust this. And sure enough, I don't know. It's gone to <laughs> shit. Like it's, it's not, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. What were you saying, Sauce? I, I was saying I just want people to realize. They, they, they're still in beta version, right? And they say they've got this much user base. Well, I know for a fact of a person that has 320 accounts. I'll say that again. One person has 320 accounts. Not possible, apparently, according to Top Show. It's not possible. They can shut the hell up. He has 320 <laughs> accounts. This right. guy have 300 emails as well, like 300 separate email accounts. Yeah. How does work? Well, he's a sneaker. <laughs> he's, a, he's a sneaker guy. You know, sneak. You know, sneaker guys. Yeah. They how many e- how many emails? How many revolt cards they got? How many different phone yeah, numbers like, they got? They just got, set up. They got all these setups coming out of their arsehole. Mm. Like, he's got a bot that creates the emails for him, so he does shit all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And all the and the funny thing is, all the emails are all forwarded to one email, so you only have to check one email. So you check one email and you get all the emails from the other 319 emails. So all this shit is like set up Mickey Mouse, yeah? Yeah. And if that's one guy doing that, 320 accounts, and I know of other multiple people with 10 to 15 accounts, how artificial is that user base? Well, what, are you, what are they doing? They're just, they're just spamming the packs and hoping Spamming the packs. So they'll either spam the packs, open them, sell the moments, or spend the packs and sell Sold. the pack. So they'll yeah. buy the two ninety nine pack that released, you know, over All Star, and they some of them sold that same pack for seven hundred bucks without even opening. And the Look, and the best part is uh, they're sell, they're selling that for seven hundred dollars PayPal. So they're getting their money out because people yeah. are giving it to them in PayPal, and then they gift the pack to them. Yeah. So who's the smarter one? I think they're pretty smart by doing that. Mm. Like man, it talk about this, this reminds me of every clubhouse room. We, we go from we go straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to All right, let's let's it. move on. Let's move on from this. <laughs> no, I don't hate top shot. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I don't hate top shot. I believe in I believe somewhat in the platform, but 
it doesn't interest me like cards. No, that's, that's fine. How, that's how it is right now. That's but it. Let, let's be honest. Uh, we got onto the topic because of blockchain, technology, Panini yes. blockchain. That is relevant to our, our hobby yes. and our discussion. And the reason why it's relevant to that is because, as we mentioned, if you're tuning in late, now uh, you skip forward because we're <laughs> blabbering. <on. laughs> you get the physical card with the blockchain card, which is just stupidity. <laughs> it's stupid that it works, but I still don't get it, bro. It's crazy. Anyway, we are we are, we are flying for time at the moment. Uh, <laughs> what? Let's get into something quickly. Uh, we may need to skip something. We may not, but let's get into SGC's new marketing approach. And you want to. It's like guerrilla warfare, basically. We'll do we'll do a quick one. We'll, we'll do, do a quick, quick one. Yeah, that's all right. Um, look, I'm not mad at it. Like the, what they're trying to do, like they obviously they they fucked up. They took on they came into the market. They said, look, we're gonna take everyone's cars. We're grading really quickly, and they tried to go for this like we're better than PSA. We can get it back quickly type of thing. Come to us. They got flogged with like Gary V endorsed them, didn't they? Didn't he? At yeah, he point. said before that he's like, that he likes their slabs. Yeah, they got destroyed. They they got bombarded with the amount of cards that, that came into their warehouse, whatever. Then it took them longer than PSA, and you know it was a fuck up. It was a minor fuck up. They're trying to come back. They're trying to rebrand. They're taking this approach again. You know what I mean? They're trying to be aggressive with their marketing. I'm not mad at it. I'm not sending my cards to SGC. Like, uh, for me right now, I've got cards here. If I want to get them graded, it will go PSA, HGA, BGS, SGC. Ooh. And it'd be very tough for me to send to SGC, knowing that HGA is out there. HGA excites Ooh. me, and it gives me that like this is the new kid on the block. And I prefer the way they're doing it. I prefer the way they went about the price increase where they just said look we're not increasing our prices tyler seems like the type of guy to say fuck you guys i'm this is how i'm doing it. it's my business how i'm running it i like that i respect that i reckon that's if i had a grading company that's how i want to do it there's a lot of slander this week um about his one of his cards one of hda's cards had the grades nine nine eight point five and nine but it got mm. over so five he jumped in those – it was on card porn. He jumped in those comments within 10 minutes, just cleared up the thing, said, look, it was a mistake. We reached out to the person, getting the card back. We're going to give it back out for free. We're not charging anything for postage. That's how we do it here. That's customer service. Good. That's I good. I rate that. I rate that. So, yeah. Especially with the AI – sorry, man. Go keep going. Go on. I was going to say with the AI technology, I think, yeah, they are what, somewhat of – I think people want to try it out. And see how the AI is. Um, if you know PSA and BGS are, we're all assuming going to follow suit. I think HTA being the first one to do that is it makes them very different to the other two. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely soccer worth to a go. What was I? Sorry, I would send soccer to HTA. Yeah, some. I reckon, some I reckon there's some market some there. Look really good. Yeah. Yeah, that that Sancho I sent to the group the other day. Yeah, was sick. That the Makoko cool. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, SGC, cool. You, you you're coming back. You're trying to make a move. It's gonna take a lot to yeah. get. Yeah, but especially with their card. new pricing, like explain that. You know, like they were formerly ten dollars a card. I understand you you don't 
you got to raise your prices because you've expanded and, and and yes that's fine like you know which grading company hasn't raised their price i mean sgc uh, hj came on the market with the base price of 20 bucks and 30 bucks yeah for their bottom two uh, submission levels um but to go from ten dollars to twenty five dollars when the value isn't there on the secondary market for your slabs people aren't going to want to send their cards there you know, you're not enticing people. Maybe at $15, $18, yeah, you're enticing people to send their card to you, especially if you're meeting turnaround times. But at $25, I really don't think you are. Like, you should be trying to get people to send those $5 to $10, $15 cards that people were uh, causing the black backlog at PSA with to you. You should be getting them, getting them sent to you so you can start being like the low-end masters of the hobby i mean people are going to send high-end stuff occasionally but let's be honest if you want to send your high-end you're going to send the bgs and the psa that's that's just yeah. that's just how it is um you just gave them a good business plan there oh i mean look i've given a lot of companies a good business plan none of them listen to me, <laughs> especially one of them called psa you know, they, don't, they, got, they don't listen to me for sure um, but it's probably because i've abused them more than more than 30 times um but <laughs> It's, it's. It, I just think. I just think they went I'm about it wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm with. I'm with. Um, I'm, I'm with Ant. Like, good luck to him. Like, good luck to them on that point. Like, you know, I commend them for pretty much writing an apology letter to their customers, saying, you know, we. Yeah, that up. was cool. Yeah, it's um, cool. I I like that shit. I like the companies that do that. Uh, look, guys, we fucked up. And they worded it. They worded it really well. They go, hey, guys, remember us? Yeah, we fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And Transpar- uh, transparency that's right. That's is right. the key, really. I think maybe right. maybe, maybe some of these companies are looking at HGA and, the, and the, the movement that they're making and the way they're taking customer service and the way you've got – they're so active over the socials, addressing things and always talking to their customers. I mean, you see, you see HGA, they put out posts on their Facebook group and they get 300 comments – and you scroll through and you've got replies after reply from HGA, just reply, oh. reply, so many replies to individual issues, individual comments. And I mean, PSA ain't doing none of that shit. Beckett ain't I'll, doing none of that shit. I'll be honest with you. I've heard a few things in different forums that the marketing struggling in, in terms of like for PSA, in terms of like their content and whatnot on their socials. Uh, it's no excuse, but in a sense, with the backlog and everything, and HGA obviously coming out and doing two drops now, so four thousand cards a week, they're dropping the the uh, supply per each user to five cards instead of the ten. They dropped it down so more people can get a taste of their product, which is good. People haven't even had backlash to that because they're just like, oh, I'm lucky to get in because it's a limited thing, as you know. People love limited shit, like yeah. oh, I got to get in and beat everyone. <laughs> Like, oh, mm-hmm. I missed it. Oh, here's the drop again. It's like Top Shot. Oh, I missed what, it. When's the drop time? Is it Friday uh, or something? It's, it's a Saturday here in Australia. Uh, I believe there's two drop times. One's like in the morning around about 9 o'clock and then like in the Arbor about 1 o'clock. Um, Australian Eastern Daylight. Around Once that. A week. But if you need to find out any information, anyone who listens to this, just go follow their Facebook page. They put all the information out there. Uh, on their Facebook page, you know, what time they're but, doing and everything. Um, so and there's also a bit of a trick to it. You know, you, you go in there prior, you preload your cards so that they're sort of already saved in your account. Uh, and then 
jump in the queue. I think the queue opens 15 minutes before the time. Um, so be ready to jump in the queue and then it randomizes it a bit like it's pretty much the same way as Top Shot. Pretty much what Top Shot's doing. It's exactly the same. Is there bots on this yet or what? Now, there will be eventually. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, can't be far off. The roundabout of where I'm going with this whole thing, yeah, with the price change, HGA, this and that, replying to card porn things and then going and reimbursing them and doing jobs for free. You can be the biggest PSA lover. You can be the biggest BGS lover. You can defend, defend them to the cows come home, yeah? You can be PSA reps. You can be BGS reps. You can be whatever you want. But deep, 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 deep down inside, I'm being everyone's psychologist here, yeah? Deep down inside, you are shitting yourself. Honestly, you are shitting yourself. Their technology is better than you. Their customer service is better than you. You can't tell me you're not pooing yourself just a little bit. I don't care if you've got 10 million cards in backlog and you go, yeah, but it's 10 million cards to come through the P- door. PSA can fix this, but they can, yeah, I know. Just, they can. Look, PSA, hear me out. <laughs> look at you. Go spend some money on some crazy good customer service. Have like live chat on your website. Have it like that. Where are my cards? Let me look this up. Done. They're here. Look, delay, done. It should be so much money poured into their customer service. Don't let don't let HGA take market share off you. I know that you're the, the, the top dog, but these things can these things can change. Don't let that. Uh, if I'm PSA, I'm not letting HGA get like steam because they're be, going there. Bro, that, that's can't be complacent if you're at the I top mean, like that. We, 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 we did the numbers. going to come employ you, bro. <laughs> Should I lay out the I'm numbers, Thomas? <laughs> I'll be I'll, I'll be in charge of this Australian office. If you want, if you want to open up an Australian <laughs> office, let me help you out. I'm ready. And I get I'll... Saucy to give me pointers without out of Source will be your CFO. Oi, Source, what do you reckon it is? I see your I'll be the last person PSA hired, that's for sure. <laughs> Mate, no, you should, you're the last person that you think they should hire, but you should probably be the fucking first person that they hire. Oh, man. The oh, biggest look, critics are the ones the, with the best advice. The numbers, I'll run the numbers, right? So the numbers go like this. In 12 weeks' time, they, they're they predicted to be doing 10K cards a week, right? So 12 weeks from today, that leaves 30 weeks left in the year. That means over that next 30 weeks, there'll be 300,000 cards graded, right? Plus the already the 50K that uh, graded in, these, in the 12 weeks leading up to that, plus already the 50K that are already graded. So there will be, by the end of the year, somewhere between 400,000 to 500,000 HGA graded cards on the market. Now, that is a really, really good sample size to see where their slabs are being, how their slabs are being recepted in the hobby and how their values hold up against the other grading companies. And I think once we get that point, once we get to the end of the year, and if he does, if he is get to that point where he's getting 10K cards a week, and I mean, who knows? He could could do 10K cards a week for five weeks and he might extend and be like, oh, we can do 15 now. So we don't know. I think that it's going to be like a point where the jump, like I can imagine the jump between five and 10 is manageable. I can imagine the jump between 10 and 20 might be manageable. But then once you ask him for 50K, you know, once you get into those big, big numbers, 
it'll be tough. They're going to have to like really be careful with that. Yeah, but I think that's when they get to the point where they actually do raise their price. That's where you raise your price because obviously you, yeah. you need it. You need to have more machinery. You need to have more employees, uh, more employees, more more space, more you know all these things. So I think you know that's where they they might raise their price. More than maybe anything, they, maybe they're entering yeah. another tier. That's because at the moment their longest tier is sixty days. Maybe they do a a ninety day or a hundred day tier. Um, and and you know maybe that's where they people pay twenty bucks for that, and then twenty five bucks is for sixty day, and then yeah. thirty bucks might be for thirty day. You know what I mean? Like so. Um, I look at I look at the people behind the companies, and that determines my level of investment in that company. So yeah. I trust Nat Turner. I trust that group. I'll invest my cards at PSA. I do actually trust this this Tyler here. Yeah, yeah, totally. I trust him. I think the way he words things and, and the the way he spoke on your podcast, the way on double coverage, and the way he spoke <laughs> on Lucas Tigers and Bronze yeah. podcasts, yeah. both those podcasts for me, I listen to both of them in full, which I very rarely do. Listen to a podcast. I like the clips. The both times, the way he spoke about what he's trying to do, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to send some cards that way. Hundred yeah. percent. That, that's that's the whole thing. Customer service, and we'll see how it goes in the next well, x amount of weeks, and we'll see any changes, and how other companies come out and they make statements, I guess, and want to live up to things and put things into place. So, but let's move on to the last segment very quickly. Uh, culture in cards. Uh, Luke, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, um, culture in cards. Something I look at when <clears throat> when I'm looking to pick up a card uh, and, you know, sort of scouting players and stuff like that is not just on-field performance. Obviously, that's the biggest driver of, of their market um, and their prices, but also what they're doing off the court, uh, off the court, off the field, if it's soccer, if it's, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's just something I look at. If, are they doing something unique? Are they doing something interesting? A few of the examples I've had up are... Uh, let's have a look. A lot of the gamers, I like that. People are gamers, playing. yeah. I've seen um, OBJ's been playing a bit of, um, uh, I don't know what he's playing. I've been seeing it on YouTube, though. So I've got Damian Lillard and he's rapping. That's one of the ones we got there. Yeah. Um, Matisse Thibel, lesser known than the other guys I've used. Uh, the other guys we've um, sort of discussed through these and his vlogs during the bubble. Um, yep. he, hasn't done, uh, he hasn't done one for a while. But, yeah, I was really enjoying those, to be honest. What did you guys see? No, I reckon it was awesome. It, it, it yeah. gives you more of a personable interaction with the player. Yeah. Compared to just watching them on the court. Like, that's the thing. I think that's sort of where I'm going with these. Like, there's other things that players um, are able to boost their popularity by and get a bit more, um, a bit more interaction with the fans and stuff yeah. like that. I think um, I, I, with the gaming, sorry, Ant, as you mentioned before, like Josh Hart's another guy. He plays a lot, like a uh, a lot of cards, yeah. Fortnite, uh, he's another good one. It's all about attention. Like yeah. at the end of the day, the card, the players that get more attention, obviously, be more popular. So the cards are subsequently going to go up. Um, that's how I look at it. I think players like like Devin Booker does his gaming, um, but I think players like that they relate more to the younger generation, which are going to be a lot of the big bigger. Um, not bigger investors, but you know the ones that are more active in buying and selling cards. 
And I'm, 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 I look at that and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like even, even little things like Giannis at the All Star game with his kid, and that, like, you know, that brings in this, like, oh, look at him, he's such a good dad, and like, I, I love him. I'm gonna go buy a card. You know, not to mention he's just a great player. He's one of the top three yeah. player. He's also like a great personality. He's got that personality as well. That's why I think Luca as well. I think Luca's a big portion of the love for Luca is Luca's just a great guy type of thing. Like he he's very good on the mic. He's he's, he's got banter. Yeah, I agree with it. It's a good yeah. take. Yeah, um, I think it's something that should not, not maybe not your main priority when you're looking at sort of investing in a player or whatever, but I think it's something that should be taken into consideration. And I think it makes it a bit more, you know, personable when you when you buy the card too. But yeah, I'll sort of discuss that, but yeah. You got, yeah, you got to look at it in a collector's mindset and, and yeah. you know, um, yeah, maybe, maybe possibly collectors, you know, find this intriguing. Like, who knows, man? People collect random yeah, guys exactly. for no reason and maybe maybe there might be collectors out there for a guy because, um, you know, he does do Twitch streaming and, and you know, they they like to watch his um, his streams and, and, you know, see what he's playing and things like that. And especially if you get, like, if you get ones that are, like, playing, you know, playing with their fans, I mean, that, that right there is, like, gold. Um, yep. Because especially if, if they're into the cards... Um, and they're playing them with their fans uh, on like Fortnite or whatever it might be, whatever they're playing. Um, I think you know that creates a real like you know it's a down to earth. Like I mean, they're an NBA player, yeah, they're they're like an idol, but they're playing the same Fortnite game you're playing mm. on the PlayStation. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, it was like that two K tournament they did. Do, do you remember that? Correct. And, yeah, yeah. The virtual, all the virtual tournaments they did. Yeah, F one. Yeah, like F one even had their like. The professional drivers versus esports. Yeah, esports that was awesome. Yeah. Like mm. sick. It gives you. It, it brings them onto our level because yeah, of course. Like yeah. they're superstars and their fame and stuff. I'll give, you, I'll give you an example about one of the collector ones. Shout out to um TB Cards, good dude. Um, on my shy one, the uh, Shay Gilgis Alexander. Um, he was saying I love fashion. And that's one of the. That's actually one of the reasons why I buy. I love buying shy cards or Shay cards. Yeah, it's SGA. collecting SGA, SGA. Yeah, everyone calls him SGA. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and for the record, I only buy SGA because he's a bowler. Yeah, uh, <laughs> none of the fashion. Nah. It's got nothing Little. to do with the fashion. <laughs> got nothing to do with fashion. I mean, not for anything. I ain't got nothing on SGA and his fashion. Let's be honest. He's he's uh he's balling out in that game. Not he's balling on and off the court. Um, mm. with the, especially with his fashion game. He, it's on point, but um, yeah, yeah, no, that, definitely. That, that is that. I mean, I, I could see how people take it into account, you know. Um, and then you know, it just it's just it's brand building one hundred and one. You know, the, these guys being relatable, um, and that will that will get you collectors. And the way that the hobby's going, um, you know, you're getting more and more NBA players acknowledging the hobby. Yeah, hundred percent, and mm. and just players of sports in general acknowledging the card hobby, and um, you know, I think it's going to open some cool cool doors, man. It's going to open some 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 cool opportunities 
Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's somewhere down the track, you know, like stuff that Terry Rogier was doing with his top shot, you know, buy my top shot and meet the team. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if there's something like that in cards, you know. But, you know, I, I you can know, see that. You, you own my, you own my one-on-one logo, man. Like, you know, let's meet. You know what I mean? Like, you know. I had this. Uh, I'm not going to do it because Ant's going to fucking lose his shit if I'm bring it back to Top Shot. He's going to lose it, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I, I might I'll keep do it. it. Do, do you want to hear it? Summarize it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Summarize it in one minute. Tell me if I'm stupid with this take. But Mark Cuban was like, Top Shot, Top Shot, Top Shot. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, uh, we should invest in Top Shot and the tickets should have a top shot moment attached to it, yeah? Why doesn't why doesn't uh, Mark Cuban become the, the pioneer? He probably he's probably already thought about this man. He's like entrepreneur, he's a billionaire. But you know, if you want to take some advice from me, I'm happy. But you know, you got your tickets and you make it a bit like the lottery. What's to say that there's a, a game winning shot? One random ticket out of the audience out of twenty six thousand people gets the one-on-one of that moment. That's how yeah. you make it special, bro. Yeah. That's how you take it to the next level. The only way you can get... Or make it that the only way you can get those clips is you actually got into the gates to that game. So that makes it... Think about it on a business level. If Topshock becomes crazy, people are just going to go out and pay for the ticket just so they can get the moment from that game. You'll see I'll You'll see Cavs game. games filled. You'll see yeah, every game exactly, filled. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not a businessman or anything. I'm Interesting. Just... It makes sense. I, I'm not but, mad at that take. I'm not mad at it. That's right. I, I just didn't want to waste your time, man. I've got to bring some value. You know, like, <laughs> there's a whole thing about Clubhouse becoming like a top shot haven, but that's a, that's a separate thing. <laughs> no, we're not getting no, no, no. All right. Let's finish it off. Fire and flame. Is there any fire cards or anything that you want to flame in the hobby for this week? There's nothing to wrap it up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say well, I mean one thing that I've been looking at fire is uh 2004 Flair LeBron James card. So second year uh, LeBron James card Flair. It is from the Flair set of it's made by Flair. I think it's called Flair. I mean the it's a nice card. I just think I think it's just a clean nice card second year. It's not too expensive. Every person on the planet can afford one at some level. And I just think, you know, um, when when all the the rookies uh, are, you know, up over, you know, 150 raw, even for his shit bazooka one, which I just don't, baffles me that people pay so much for that. Card. Oh. Um, um, it's because it's sort of like a cartoon. Is that why? Uh, I, I, was, I was looking at that the other day. It was oh. freaking dreadful. Sorry. Um, too bad. (laughs) He was like, it doesn't look too bad yet. It's just 2003. That's what he was eating. It's not bad. But, um, it's, uh, I think, I think that's a nice, that's a nice set. And I think Flair in general, uh, I mean, I'm a bit annoyed
there's been across the it's it's obviously runs into that early two thousands and also from the nineties era. There's a there's a few different uh, flair across those years. Just just have a look at that. Nice. No, man, nice. Anything good, else? Good wrap up. Nothing. No, I'll keep mine. It's all right. Easy. All right. Well, it's been Dom, Luke, Ant, and Sauce. It's been crunch time. Coming up, big when it counts. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crunch Time.